Welcome to Moonbeaming, a podcast about lunar living, magic, creativity, tarot, and more. I'm your host, Sarah Faith Godestiner, and I'm so honored and excited to be here with you today. Hello. Happy new moon. We've got a sweet new moon tomorrow. This is a time to catch up to the self, a time to connect to your heart. This new moon is in tropical cancer, the sign of the moon, very blessed position at seven degrees. The Sabian symbol for this new moon is two fairies or nature spirits dancing on a moonlit night. Isn't that so beautiful? The first decan of Cancer is ruled by the luminary, the moon. So this might be feeling very This will be feeling perhaps a moon-like new moon. The totality of the moon, the emotionality, the sensitivity, the compassion, the energy. Did you know that around the globe, people have associated the moon with fertility with nourishment and all over the globe, different cultures would lay naked underneath the moon, underneath a full moon to receive the light, the energy. Now, new moons are interesting because we cannot see the moon. In my practice, which is a mix of European folklore, witchcraft, and also Jewish mysticism, we actually don't do anything on the new moon. The new moon is a new moon astrologically, but not mm, in a lot of magical traditions. In many magical traditions, The new moon begins when we can see it, a sliver. So that's normally on the second or third day. There are actually holidays for this. Now is a time to reflect. Now is a time to receive. Now is a time to process. This is an incredible time to think about how you would like to change some of your subconscious beliefs, some of your emotional reactions, and some of the ways you caretake. A lot of us are really comfortable caretaking for other people, not always putting ourselves first overwhelming feedback I have been hearing this year, really starting a couple of months ago, 
is around relationships shifting or ending. Now, remember, I said this in the start of the year, relationships shifting, you know, people taking a break or friends renegotiating certain ways they interact with one another or people opening up a relationship, starting an open relationship, breaking up, stepping away from family, having hard conversations with family, That's what I mean. If you feel lonely, misunderstood, rejected, or emo, (laughs) you're not alone. It's hard, but we really do have to step away from relationships that are competitive, disingenuous, imbalanced, or with people who are incredibly insecure to the point that their insecurity is impacting your relationship. I am such a fan of communication. Isn't that amazing? Could you even imagine a world where we directly communicate with one another clearly and with compassion? It would be so great. I'm a huge fan of communication, of letting someone know, hey, can we have a chat? Here are some things I need, or these are some things I've noticed. Do you have time to talk and to work it out? I'm a huge fan of accepting people where they are, understanding what they're capable of, what they are not capable of, and loving them and being there for them. Huge fan, okay? <laughs> I'm all, it's called my life. Uh, JK, JK. And also, I am an advocate for stepping away from certain relationships that are not helping you, that are draining you, where you have tried to communicate, where you have tried to shift the dynamic over a period of time, and it just hasn't worked. We talked a lot about this in my Better Boundaries class. We talked a lot about loving people where they are. We talked a lot about managing our expectations and having our own emotional boundaries, our own energetic boundaries in certain relationships. And also there are some relationships where we maybe have to step away from. And I know it's hard. I know there's grief. There's going to be complicated feelings. You are going to cry. You're going to miss them. You're going to feel sad. But my dear, fake, superficial, draining relationships are not it. Hopefully, the relationships you have in your life your intimate relationships would add to your life and energy. At the very least, they're neutral (laughs) or they're balanced. 
you know? You're like, you know what? Sometimes I'm not super cute. Sometimes they're not super cute. But you know what? We've really, uh, we really show up for each other when it's important, right? Yes, it sucks to realize you were the only one propping up a particular relationship. It sucks. Just stop texting someone. Just stop calling someone and not have them text or call you back forever or for like a month. I know it really sucks. And I want to be really clear here. Situations are contextual. They're nuanced. Everyone's going through it right now. Certain people you've had in your life might not be able to show up for you right now because of things that are going on in their lives. Mental health stuff is through the roof. Exhaustion is through the roof. Anxiety is through the roof. Let's be really clear, right? I'm not talking about someone who's going through a hard time and they've said, okay, I'm going through a hard time. I need to just take care of myself for a while. I'm talking about these relationships that are basically on life support and you are the breathing machine. No wonder you're exhausted. Take that energy and pour it into yourself. Not everyone is going to be where you are. Everyone is on their own timeline. Not everyone is going to be healed enough to be able to even have a direct conversation. Trauma is really intense. Scarcity programming runs deep. Not everyone can be as altruistic or as generous, as truthful as you. And some of this is about shedding survival strategies. We all needed to survive, so we adapted in different ways. We created certain behaviors that helped us survive. Not sharing your needs or preferences, thinking about other people before, thinking about yourself, going to read the energy of another person and changing your energy accordingly, being the caretaker and all the relationships, conflating your worth with what you can do for other people, how happy and and cared for those around you are. What I'm talking about is a culture of care. This is what I would like to move forward together in. But when it's not reciprocated, when it's not an equal exchange, if it's you doing this, it could be a survival strategy and we have to step away. We have to repattern. If you're exhausted from being the strong one, the together one, the person with no issues or the person whose issues aren't as bad as the issues of those around you. So, you know, you should be grateful if you're the advice giver. Like, I feel you. I feel you. 
it is time for us to take accountability for why we have clung to those patterns and identities. Perhaps it got us attention. Perhaps it made you feel safe. But it also isolated you. It also set up certain relational dynamics. And so now is the time all the way through the end of the year, all the way through next year, all the way through the year after, all the way for your entire life, but we can start it now, to explore other facets of yourself, other ways that you can be. So use this new moon, use this time to not just fall in love with yourself, but fall in like with yourself. Remind yourself of how lovable you are, yeah, and how likable you are as yourself when you're a miss, when you're a miss, I said. I don't know why my I don't know why my brain wanted to say that. When you're a mess is what I was thinking, but then my mouth said something different. When you're a mess, when you're unraveled, when you're silly, when you're goofy, when you're needy, when you don't have to prove your worth by, you know, being the caregiver for someone else in all the ways. Give yourself what you need. Come home to yourself. A lot of this is about keeping the nervous system resourced, about keeping the body, perhaps the inner child feeling safe, for sure. And some of this is asking the right questions. In the Many Moons Guide, this new moon piece by Rocco Kayadis offers some really great prompts I'm going to read to get you thinking. Those of you who have it, you can you can read along or you can pick it up in the store. I just wanted to read a few of these prompts. Who have you always wanted to be, but were too afraid to dream into existence? What is holding you back from making changes to move towards this ideal self? What radical changes have you made in your own life that you thought would break you, but only made you stronger? What does coming home to yourself look like now? There are a lot more. His piece is really beautiful. It's all in the Many Moons Guide. I love this piece. It really resonates just like it always does. And this is what I've got for this new moon. Take good care of you. Maybe dance a little under the moonlight. Maybe think about how you're coming back to self. Really name how you're showing up for yourself and translate that into actions, into new behaviors, into a morning practice, into little rituals, into mirror love work, into trying to crack yourself up for no reason. Like just delight in yourself and in your heart. Until soon. 
I'm sending you lots of love. Moon Beaming is brought to you by The Moon Studio. It is created and hosted by me, Sarah Faith Godestiner. It is edited by Rose Blakelock with a lot of additional help from Hazel Frew. It is supported by our beautiful patrons, which you can join over at patreon.com, The Moon Studio. If you would like to further support the podcast, you can sign up for a sponsorship. You can rate and review it or share it with your friends or on your social media. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you so much.